everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael, and um, I, my co-host, George Pacheco, wasn't available this week. He's going back to Buffalo, uh, you know, with the school season starting again. So I have a special uh, guest host, guest co-host today, uh, Mr. Wayne McIntosh. McIntosh. <laughs> uh, Wayne, how you doing? I'm living, man. Uh, Wayne, uh, we're going to talk about this a little more later, uh, just to give you some some time to plug but you're starting your own podcast pretty yes, soon. soon so we're gonna get into a little bit of that later but uh you're you're a a watcher or a, a bit of a, a listener of the show not yet you, you you haven't gotten past the adam episodes right you're still no yeah i'm still on the adam part yeah the adam story arc of it's the kid michael show um but uh we haven't really changed much we still do the same kind of questions uh that we did back then. Let me ask you, have you seen any movies uh, this week? Um, not really. Like, actual movies? Movies, TV shows. You can even talk about games you played. Um, for movies, not really. Mostly anime and then video games. Uh, what games have you been playing? Dark Souls 3. What else have I been playing? I played, uh, I've recently beat The Last of Us Part 2. I'm trying to start Uncharted 4. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Last of Us Part 2 last week. Uh, me and, me and George kind of, uh, assuming you haven't listened to it, me and George kind of concluded that we think, uh, well, we haven't played the game. We think some of the complaints we hear about it are a little unsubstantiated. So what, what did you think about it? Honestly, I like it. Not from, like, a perfect standpoint. The game is really built towards people who can get their own experience from it. I mean, it's not, like, the point of video games. Like, it'll be different for everyone. Mm -hmm. The story, I mean, for what it was worth, I enjoyed it. But gameplay-wise, it was 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, so, the, what, like, the complaints that we were hearing, we were talking about last week, was mostly about, uh, it was two things. It was the plot twist, which we can talk about. Spoiler alert. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that, that Joel... Dying at the beginning of the game, yeah. Uh, and the other thing was that muscular girl. People weren't really fond of that. Oh, Abby. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I think that's kind of a stupid complaint. It's that a woman is too muscular. Um, no, she's cool. She's the best part of the game, to be honest. She's built like a truck. But what did you think? Uh, did you know the spoiler going in? Um, no. So when the, before the game came out, I avoided going on the internet. I was I remained spoiler free up until the point where I really I gained the game in my hands, mm -hmm. and then I stayed off social media while I was playing the game, and I like muted all the group chats I was in just in case. Uh, cool. And um, so, what was that like finding that out first time? Um, very shocking. Like I knew something was gonna happen to Joel because of the memes when it first started, but I didn't look too deep into that. But every experiencing everything the first time, man, everything hit hard. Like gameplay wise, story wise, it's just like a whole roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Um well I can't talk too much about it again because I haven't played it. But uh I did wanna um get into in a bit the Xbox show which we watched together. Uh, yeah. And then maybe the PlayStation show we can talk about a little bit, too. But um, just some things that I wanted to get out of the way to talk about. Um, uh, I got accepted into grad school. Congrats again. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to the Firestein Graduate School of Cinema for screenwriting. I just found out today, this morning, I got a uh, $2,000 scholarship. That's pretty cool. Nice. I don't yeah. know how much is grad... Wait, like, um, is that... 
like do you get that all at once or is that split? No, it's a thousand a semester. Okay, so that covers a good chunk of your tuition. I don't know how much grad school tuition is or if not, but that would cover a lot of your books or if you yeah. towards the tuition. It's up to you, it's your money. I'm hoping I haven't heard about this yet, but I'm kinda hoping because a lot of oh, excuse me, fees in grad school and college are kind of mm-hmm. um surrounding the idea that like you have access to a cafeteria you have access to like things at a building i'm wondering if that a lot of that's going to be wavered um so but the campus you're going to for your master's program isn't the brooklyn college campus. it's not it's connected to brooklyn college but it's in the brooklyn navy yards yeah so i don't know about that campus but if it was on campus campus you wouldn't really be spending money on food you probably be spending food money on food outside the school right not food specifically but you know the, how there's like a lot of fees connected to the access of stuff you get yeah uh, but but i that's mostly to me if, if not really cuny that's mostly suny schools i have yet to go to a cuny school that really has a system like that unless you're dorming the yeah. only school i know that had that is like city college up in harlem mm-hmm so uh uh, I kind of wrote down about that that I need to start aggressively looking for a job because I need to be. It's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too in depth about like how much I'm paying, but it's gonna be a lot. Yeah. Um. Because uh, um, I know people in masters don't get financial aid. I know you don't want to go too deep, deep into detail. If you can't find a job, it's really not your fault. Because remember, it was still going on a pandemic, uh-huh. so don't take it too harshly. Right, I know, but it's, uh, my mom can only pay for so long. So much, yeah. And, and I, I'm assuming you don't want to do loans? No, there, there's, I, like, I get that people have to do it at some point, and then yeah. I might be one of those I, people. It's the only option. But it's so predatory. So the thing I like for you, compared to me, is that, because I'm almost done, but for me, I think it took me, what, five years, maybe five and a half, but uh, for you, you're only doing this, what, for 18 months? I'm doing this for three years. Oh, it's a three-year program? Yeah. Oh, so it's not 18 months. Okay, so yeah, that makes more sense. But even if you get a job while you're in school, would it be a full-time or part-time job you're looking for? I don't know, because the thing is, uh, I, I haven't they haven't talked to me about scheduling yet, but I've heard that for most grad schools, because um, you know, everyone in my family, my mom, my sister, and I think my stepdad all went to grad school, um, that, uh, it, that you, it's mostly night classes. Yeah, you're doing it in the evening. So I assume I can get a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, which would be ideal. Because I really want to pay off my my tuition 100%, like, mm-hmm. up front. And I also, I, I need an apartment. Like, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really like to talk about this on the show, but I will divulge that I do live with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, I'm 22 years old. It's starting to get a little... It's getting a little cramped. I mean, in here. you're still fairly young. By the time you finish, you'd be what twenty five. You have your masters under your belt. Yeah. You have all this experience, but do you think you will finish paying for your masters and get an apartment in the same run? Or I have no you... idea. It sounds unlikely, but it's I feel like it's, you gotta a, choose it's one or the other. That's true. I probably do. Um, and the thing is, there's no rush for me. Um, as yeah. uh, I, I mentioned last week, that I'm Puerto Rican and like in a Hispanic family, um, the uh, basically. Traditionally, you leave when you get married. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no rush for me to be leaving, but uh, I feel compelled. Yeah, you want your own space. Your own I want my own space. I, I want my own space, and I want, like, as this show hopefully expands, I want to be able to have a studio. Um, 
I could definitely respect that part. Yeah, I want I want to have a living space where I can record, you know, live shows with with visuals. You, uh, I, my room is pretty kind of set up for like visual, because I have like a lot of posters and stuff up that are make for entertaining backgrounds. But it's like, uh, it's still just a little room, and it's like my childhood room. So I want to get out of here. Uh, so those are the two things that I really need a job for. I want to get out of here, and I need to pay for grad school. Um, like, what? Like, you could look for jobs on campus, hopefully. Yeah, that that's another thing that I'm hoping is that I can find a job on campus. What's going to What's going to be? Go sorry. Uh, I was going to say what's going to be really weird about starting um, at a time like mm -hmm. this. It's weird enough to be in school at a time like this, but starting specifically during the pandemic, it's going to mm -hmm. be at least like two semesters before I make a friend. Oh yeah, because uh, is, I don't know about for you, but it's confirmed like online classes for you. Pretty much, yeah. Because for me, my school is doing like, well, my classes anyway are doing like a hybrid thing where we meet in class physically for like what once every two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to that aspect of it. I think it's going to be very like it's a social nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky I, I made friends in uh, pre pre grad or whatever you'd call it. Uh, but your situation is a little different from mine because my situation is going to be hard. How's that? Because my major is secondary education and history and for the last part of my degree I have to go into a school and do student teaching but since school uh, is kind of a hot button issue right now we don't know how school is going to look like in the fall mm -hmm. and my teacher recommend us doing that in the spring because even if school opens in the fall I don't know in good conscience if I want to risk my health Are you? finish this part of my degree. Are you doing grad school too? Yes, I'm doing grad school this fall. I'm going to start looking into schools. Do you, and do you know what, and the, what schools you're looking at? Columbia and NYU for the most part because they have a good teacher program mm -hmm. for the master's. But other than that, I don't know. I might have to look out of state because I don't know a lot of uh, master's degree programs in CUNY yeah. schools. Uh, my sister Jenny, uh, who you know, uh, went mm -hmm. to Columbia for her uh, music education degree. So nice they I, I i hear good things about their master's programs and i would have done i would have tried to do a master's at some place like columbia but i couldn't afford it um yeah. that was the thing that that the school i'm going to is supposedly the most affordable school and even that's like a night film school is just expensive in general but you got you got out you finished with a high gpa because right now i'm still trying to raise my gpa so i can when i do apply to masters hopefully i can get mm -hmm. some type of scholarship i really don't want to take out more loans but with the job I'm aiming for, I know there's like loan forgiveness programs for mm -hmm. teachers, so that won't be. Yeah, I I think I went into college thinking I was at the point where grades stop mattering, but if you're going to grad school, it's not true. <laughs> no. Um, I wish. The thing is, uh, I don't know. Uh, you have a different curriculum, but for me at art school, I I realized that if I had just uh, buckled down. The way I did the last few semesters of, at FIT, I, I could have gotten the, a really high GPA, easily. Mm. Um, and I, I ended up leaving with like a 3.41 or something like that. Or no, a, something like that, I don't know. But the uh, thing with your school, what they did is that you have so much experience in a lot of things, because what, you made a book, you have all uh -huh. these art skills, you, you have a lot of stuff under your belt already. And now that you're going for film school, you literally dipped your toe in a lot of creative outlets yeah uh i'm really hoping um hopefully you can get some type of paid internship with you yeah or something yeah definitely i've been looking at i've been thinking about npr too uh you know you know mm -hmm. national public radio yeah uh, i feel like that would be a good place to intern just because of the podcasting stuff that i do um 
but that's probably very competitive as well. Uh, the last thing I wanted to, the last two things I want to talk about before we get into the video game stuff and then, you know, your, your show. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to mention I found a talk show yesterday that's like the most genius idea I'd ever heard of. And uh, you ever heard of Animal Talking? No. It's a talk show in Animal Crossing. Really? Yeah. Um, and they have, like, legit celebrity guests. Like, they had Sting from The Police, you know, like, Message in the Bottle, mm -hmm. uh, th that guy. They have Danny Trejo does a, a weekly um, thing where he shows people his island on the show. Mm -hmm. They have Elijah Wood from Lord of the Rings, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Uh, and they're having AOC on next week, I think. It's crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah. So... It's like so is it like a podcast they record but they move around in Animal Crossing or something? It's like they built a talk show studio in Animal Crossing. Okay. Uh, and okay. I just wish I'd come up with that idea. That's so much cooler than this podcast. That <laughs> It's like such a genius idea to start like a podcast. Like, and they had... And it, the crazy thing is that uh, normally no one would give a shit about a show like that if you're a celebrity. But all these celebrities have nothing to do so they're actually coming on. Yeah. I, that's... Real, the best time to do something like that, but uh, I wanted to give that show a shout out because I just started watching it and I think it's like the coolest thing ever. Isn't it? It's innovative. I'll give it that. Yeah, um, and it's on Twitch if you guys uh, want to see it live. And if not, you can go to Gary Witta. That's W H I T T A on YouTube. Uh, he's the host, and you can watch on his channel uh, highlights and in some cases full episodes. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about real quick uh, is that I have I am considering um, for people who are just now getting into the show, if, if such people exist, um, that uh, I want to kind of go back to the early episodes and uh, re-upload them with uh, some audio edits. Uh, some cuts were made in the wrong place very early on. Um, mm -hmm. I'd probably do that sooner rather than later because uh, our longtime editor, long time, this has not been a very long show, but our editor, uh, Ari, my cousin, uh, is going to be leaving the country soon for a job, I think. So. You're going to have to learn how to do it on your own. Uh, no, I, I have another editor lined up, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, you know, I want, I want to see if he can get some of that stuff done before he goes. Uh, and I have to talk to him about that. But uh, I just wanted to put that out there uh, for you listeners. Um, also, last bit of news uh, that I just realized is that uh, upload date is going to change, I think, uh, because we've been doing Sunday for the upload date for the podcast, but it feels like we're barely making it these days on Sunday. So I'm going to change it to Monday now so we can have it done by Sunday night and I can still upload it Monday morning. So it's not like an unreasonable hour that you can start listening to it. Mm. <clears throat> all right. Uh, that's all the news stuff I had to get out of the way. Uh, how am I doing on time? Pretty good. Uh, all right, Wayne, uh, let's talk, let's talk Xbox. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up the, the, a video of it so I can make sure, um, make sure I know what I'm talking about. what did you think of the showcase? I thought it was fun. I think it was one hour, to be exact, because, and it started off with Halo too. So it was really good. Interesting. Some of the games they showed was shown at whatever happened with E3 earlier in the year. I don't remember. What was it? Or maybe it was the PC game showcase. I don't remember. But I I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, you're looking forward to the, the Series X, you're saying? 
Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you? Do you think you're day one or? Nah, mostly the PC. I I have a PC, so I don't need to worry about these games coming out. What about PS4? Uh, PS5? Is that a day one for Definitely you? Definitely day one, but I might wait like a month or two after just to see because when the PS4 came out, some PS4 launch days, PS4 had problems, and people just either asked out or what. So I've got to be careful. Cause I, I don't know how long it will last, but definitely I'm getting PS5. Uh, so I'm gonna get into the PS5 uh, show as well, but let's talk about the first thing we got to talk about is Halo, obviously. Um, Wayne, you still with me? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's talk. Let's talk uh, Halo. They showed off Halo Infinite. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm excited. It's more open world now instead of linear. Uh-huh. Uh, we got new weapons. I, I believe there's new weapons, and I saw they have a grappling hook, so... Yeah, the grappling hook. <laughs> excited for a grappling hook. I know, I haven't followed Halo lately, like the past two games, but I heard that people were upset there's still a sprint mechanic. What you mean, like you press a button, you run, or you mean they can't run automatically? No, because apparently in the older Halo games you couldn't sprint at all; it was all just walking. Ah, uh, I, I guess, think yeah. that's what it was. I believe so, because I know run like actual running was a thing with Halo. What four? Or three? Yeah, I think I think people were upset to see that they didn't ditch that with this one because this is supposed to be a return to form. I don't know exactly why that's such a big deal because I'm not sh- like I like. Uh, Halo from afar. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Halo and Halo 2 on my original Xbox, but I've never, like, finished a game. My first Halo was 3, so I didn't really see a problem. Did, did you? Pl- but you have the Master Chief Collection, right? Yeah, I have the Master Chief Collection. So have you since played 1 and 2? Not yet. I'd rather play with a friend than solo, to be honest. It's more fun. Do they, is there a co-op option for the story? Yeah, there's a co-op option for 1 and 2. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Uh, who does the second player play as? Uh, for which one? For, for Halo 2, because I saw our friends Tristan and Steven play. Um, they play as like another Arbiter. And in lore, just another Arbiter, but I believe in the story, you play as like the ship captain. But in cutscenes, I don't think you appear in the cutscene. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's still pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Halo Infinite is going to be really cool. Um, it seems like it's going to be their definitive Halo going forward. Like, they, they said mm-hmm. something afterwards about not being a Halo 7 or 8, that it would just be, like, like infinite is where the story continues. Yeah. So that kind of seems to me like they're going to be updating it for a while. Yeah, because calling it Halo 6 or 7 will be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what, what are the show? I don't know. I mean, I might, I might skip around the order of these, but uh, the other thing that I saw that I remember well is... Uh, the game with the what do you what, what's the name of it with the the girl who like sees another world? I don't remember what was the title. To be honest. I know what you're talking about. It's a, it's it's like a word for uh, people who could talk to ghosts. I can't remember. A medium. Yeah, the medium. That was it, right? Medium. X. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of that one? It looks interesting, but I have no idea how is that going to run on the system itself, because that's a lot of rendering and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... that. That was uh, Our friend Steven was talking while we were watching that about how are they going to render both worlds at the same time, because it kind of seems like you go back and forth, right? 
Yeah. Uh, I, and I assume that they're not going to be loading in between. Um, but that, uh, that... And that one got shown in both the Xbox showcase and the, the third-party showcase a little while ago. Uh, this one had some third-party, too. It had Tetris Effect. Which I found out later was not a new game. The the, the Tetris effect yeah. they showed it was just an expansion of the one on PS4. Which is funny, but it go do a world premiere when it's yeah. not really. <laughs> it's it's in a game that's already out. Um, yeah. What about uh, the new rare game? What was that? Everwild. Yeah, that looks interesting. I have no idea what's going on though. Yeah, it looks cool. It, it looks. Uh, it looks like it's the lighting of Breath of the Wild, but, like, running on an Xbox. You know what I mean? It looks really clean, though. Yeah. Uh, I really like the the creature design. Uh, I really wish Rare was doing something from their backlog. Uh, for the... For mm-hmm. the like, like, I know Battletoads is coming out by another developer, but I wish we had something like uh, Banjo or Viva Pinata or Conquer... Um, but I I have no idea what other games were made as of recent. As of recent, we'll see if Thieves. One. Oh really? That was rare. That's okay. rare. Yeah, CFDs uh, was their last game, and I can't think of what the, the before that it was probably something with Connect, like Connect the Moles or something. Um, oh God. They they haven't really done a lot lately. I guess Viva Pinata is one of their mm. recent games. Technically, is Viva Pin- is re- really is Viva Pinata rare? Yeah, I, I didn't even know it was a video game growing up because I'd only seen the TV show. Um, yeah, but the game looks fun. I kind of want to get into it. If I if I had a 360, I would. Yeah, because I remember having a game demo for my 360, but they don't really do game demos like that anymore. Yeah, you mean like a, like a physical disc? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen one. Of those. I don't I don't think they make those at all anymore. Uh, no. Sound, it sounds like it's more expensive than it's worth at this point, considering the kind of discs yeah. and, and cartridges they use. people can just download demos now for free. Yeah, I think the physical demo is all but dead. Um, but yeah, I think Everwild looks... It, look, it looked like a cross between Breath of the Wild and... Um, what's the game that Sony made with the, with the robots? With the robots? The robot animals. Oh, uh, you mean, uh, give me a second, it, it's called Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. It, it kind of looks like a cross between those two, uh, in terms of designs, but, you know, obviously more organic than that game. Uh, mm-hmm. anything that stood out to you that I haven't brought up? Um, this is Warhammer game called, uh, Dark Tide? It looks pretty interesting. What is Warhammer? Is that, like, a, like, a desktop game? Uh, so... Like, to me, how I can describe it, it looks like it has the appeal of, like, D&D, but it's, like, a whole different type of tabletop RPG system. Okay. But the, but the in-game lore for the world is, it is like, advanced or, spe- or far-reaching, because Vermintide is, like, one of the, I guess, several universes in the game franchise. Okay. Um, yeah, I... So, it's, like, a sci-fi tabletop game. Yeah, that's how okay. I basically know it. Yeah, um, that I, I have a couple of those games on my PS4 because uh, Ellie, who came on the on the show recently, her her brother gave me his PS4. Uh, I can't play them because they're on his account, I and mean, I guess I could, oh. but I would have to go onto his account to do it, uh, yeah. which would be kind of uh, invasion of privacy. But um, 
Yeah, I, I'm curious about that. Actually, I might have deleted those games, now that I think about it. Uh, just to make room on my PS4. But, uh, so Warhammer was announced. Uh, there was that game that was, like, by Obsidian. That was, um, their, their Skyrim. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Avowed, I believe. Yeah, apparently it takes place in one of their other games' universes. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, let me look that up, because I had that on my phone. Pulled up before. Uh, it's, you ever heard of Pillars of Eternity? Sounds familiar, though. Yeah, it's, th this new game is in the Pillars of Eternity universe, apparently. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess, um, Obsidian is now discount Bethesda for Xbox. <laughs> That's basically what they're doing now. Uh, which isn't, which isn't bad, you know, like, if they can do stuff good or better than, uh, than Bethesda's doing right now because Bethesda doesn't really have that great of a repu repu um, reputation. Ah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, and then obviously the last thing they showed was Fable. Yeah, uh, which I'm looking forward to because I always wanted to try it, but the series died. So. What is Fable? Is it an RPG? I believe yeah, it is an RPG. I, I, it's like, I want to say Dragon, but that might give me flack. I don't know. Yeah, I have no I, I I know very little about Fable. But well, it was one of the OG series on Xbox. Yeah. Um Anyway, uh so in comparison, uh how do you think this stacks with the PS5 uh uh <sighs> video? That's kind of hard because I mean, I'm not really a fanboy. I like both, but I, I don't know who has it more because like with all the games on the Xbox showcase, some of this is coming to PC, so it's not really exclusive, exclusive. If you have a PC and you have a PS5 or whatever, you can still play both games. Mm -hmm. But the lineup is interesting. I think PS5 might have more interesting things. Because I, I don't really care about Forza Motorsports showing off the graphics of the game. I don't really care about car games. But what they got going on is really interesting. Like Almost every one of their studios is putting out a new game for this generation. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but uh, some of the games that they were showing off, I thought looked. Uh, Spider-Man obviously is going to be a big one, even though it's not like a full game. It's like a infamous Second Son kind of. Is is Second Son the the one that's like? So is, but it's a standalone game. So is yeah. that not going to be? I thought it was going to be a, a separate game, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a, but it's like a two point five. Like it's not, it's not Kingdom ah. Hearts three. It's Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Uh, which is, a lot of this episode is probably going over people's heads because I never really did an episode, a video game episode before, but um, mm -hmm. that that reference particularly, but uh, you know um, that's gonna be cool. Miles Morales, uh, I thought Sackboy looked cool. Uh, it's just funny that they just abandoned Little Big Planet completely. It's just Sackboy now. Sackboy, I guess. I I wasn't really a fan of a little bit of fun. Sackboy looks fun, but it's like a family game or a child game for PS5. Yeah, well, I don't know. It might be a good platformer. Yeah. Um. They, they're doing. I I didn't realize that one of the games they showed off was like a free game that came with the PS5, which is what was, um, it? was it? The Astrobot game. Oh yeah. Well. I can't remember the name of the game, but I wanted to. That's the one of the games I wanted to get PSVR for. So, Asherbot Rescue. So it's cool that they're bringing him to the PS5 as like a as a, as a built-in game. Um, 
Astro's Playroom is the name of the game. Okay. Uh, I don't really remember much of what else they showed. They showed a New Horizon, I guess. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 8 Village uh-huh. or something like that. Right, is Resident that, Evil Village. That, that looks fun. Uh, did you play 7? Uh, no, I have not. I, uh, the last Resident Evil game I played was 6. In terms of linear, I'm, I'm still playing two, and I'm not buying three. You're not buying three? Yeah, no, it's too short. It's not worth the 60 bucks. Um, it's shorter than two? Uh, I want to say yes, but the game is not really that long. People, You can finish it in like one sitting, like in a couple hours, really. Has that been like a major complaint for those games? Yeah. Resident Evil 2 is not short, but Resident Evil 3 seems very short compared to Resident Evil 2, the remake. But then again, you're remastering like a game from what PS One. Yeah. Those games weren't really long. Um. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean by that. Uh. Kind of seems like they should have maybe bundled them together. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think I don't know. I th- I think I'm a little uh, nicer than most about. Uh, comparing the two, I think it, it was more even than people are willing to admit. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're picking up PS5. Definitely. Um, which version? Uh, definitely not the digital one. I can tell you that much. Why well, you, you don't you don't do digital? St- no, I, I prefer having a physical collection too. Not everyone has a stable internet. That's true. Um, and but also even most physical games you have to do the downloads anyway. That's true, but it's like I'd rather have like see the whole collection, you know, like physically holding the games and the game cases. Right. Because you can't really do that with the all digital collections. Just like okay, it's just there. Uh huh. Um, download them when you feel like playing them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I have a mostly physical collection. Though I had to say, on Switch, I'm kind of regretting going physical a little bit. Just because it's a hassle to switch the tiny cartridges out. Uh, okay, that's the one true. system I feel like I kind of regret going physical on. Um, I still like it, but I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, like a CD where you just pop in, pop out. Let's talk about your new podcast that is not out yet, uh, but you are working nope. on right now. Uh, what's the name of the show? It's called Planet Shuck Puck. <laughs> why is it called Sh- Why is it called Planet Shuck Puck? I guess that's the persona I'm going for. That was like one of my um, gamer tags. That people still know what that was. Just mm-hmm. like something I called myself. Just something to do while you know this pandemic is still going on. Something fun to do. I talk about games, anime, anything, been pop culture, animation related. Uh huh. Uh, along like my friends and so on. Sorry. So, yeah, your show is going to be, like, a talk show format, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be just you and a guest every week? Maybe not every week, but I'll definitely have reoccurring people to have on me with an episode. Because so, I wouldn't really call them a co-host, because then they, I guess they're helping me plan the show, you know? Uh-huh. But I have regulars on. Well, I don't really have my... It's like, not a lot of people have a lot to do. My, my co-hosts... Are uh, oh, don't have... are in the dark most of the time. No, they they. I mean, they don't get they. Uh, well, Adam. When I had Adam on, he was more of a like. Uh, I'd tell him, "All right, we're having this mm-hmm. person on." He'd be like, "Okay, I'll do it." Uh, with George, it's a little different. He kind of uh, likes to be like, "I want this guy on," or "I want this person on." 
but generally speaking, mm-hmm. uh, I, I make I make the calls that that. So I guess it's not even technically a co-host; it's more of like a sidekick between you and me. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of how I like to operate, mostly because like for weeks like this. Uh, or or I have no one. I like to have a co-host, and then this week I didn't even have a co-host, so I had you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this last minute. Um, the problem's good. So, um, let's talk about uh, what what made you want to get into podcasting. Uh, I wanted to do something productive this summer, like mm-hmm. in the pandemic itself. Like I just wanted to do something fun with friends, like if like. A lot of places weren't shut down. I'd be recording this in like the the club rooms of my Brooklyn College with people. I have like a production set up with a soundboard and everything. I have professional mics. Mm-hmm. This is an investment. This is something I want to do creative creatively. Uh, do you have? Do you listen to podcasts at all? Yeah, I do. What? Uh, it's what's... been a while since I listened to anything. Just sorry. Go on. No, you first. Um. Like some of the podcasts I listen to right now. Yeah, like uh, just give me, give me, like, is there anything that really inspired you? Other podcasts, uh, maybe that starts with the word "it's." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> you're one of them. But uh, I've been, I've been, I've been slacking on listening to the episodes. The only one I, I really follow right now is the H3 podcast. I've and the every week. Well, not every week. They have a guest once in a while. I've gone in and out of H3. H3. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Ethan. Um, yeah, he can sometimes feel like kind that, of a I don't dick. idolize. You know, you, you feel like you just yeah, listen, like saying. kind I don't of. Idolize a lot of YouTubers. Yeah, uh, I it, it, I try not to idolize because content like, creators in general. Yeah, because when it comes to like YouTube drama, it's not involving me. Obviously, when it involves like normal people, that's different. But I don't think he's a bad guy. Obviously, sometimes he talks with a foot in his mouth, but I, he's not a bad person. Mm-hmm. I can understand how he may say or do things that will seem off-putting to people. But this is not me trying to defend him or anything. Uh, do you ever, you ever? Uh, this is a guilty pleasure of mine. Sometimes, but do you ever just follow the the YouTube mm-hmm. drama, like for the for the juice of it, for the tea? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Because I want to see the other side, like the person who's wrong get ob- obliterated, but that's kind of hard considering this person's like a. Usually, everyone gets obliterated, and uh, in true y- in YouTube drama, no one looks like everyone looks like they have their head up their ass. Um, yeah, but that's I I do agree that you should never idolize content creators like that. I would be uncomfortable, yeah. like obviously no one does because this is a small show, but I'd be uncomfortable knowing mm-hmm. if someone idolized me. If someone followed you and looked at every. Twitter conversation you have. Yeah, oh my god. It's like, I doubt you'll get into a beef with, like, another content creator anytime soon. Uh, well, yeah. maybe maybe we can have some beef, just for just for fun. <laughs> like, I take Adam as my co-host? Yeah, oh my god, take take Adam as the co-host? Like, make a whole thing about how you paid him way more. <laughs> as <laughs> if you actually paid him. Left. Yeah, he actually, <laughs> like, he said he wasn't interested in podcasting, but the truth was he just got a better deal at, at the Shuck Puck show. Yeah, it was it was a non-disclosure agreement, an NDA. <laughs> um, yeah, we should we should totally set up some drama. Um, who's the other guy that's like super super like drama-y on YouTube? Um, the one that hates well, Ethan, Keemstar. Keemstar. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that guy in like a little while. Ever since that whole thing with like, um, with him and Ethan, like he made a video. Yeah, the like content a, nuke. Yeah. 
Um, there is drama, just people stop giving him attention. Unless you actively look out for it, but he's still up to his stupidity and shenanigans. Well, let's let's hope he doesn't come after us. For, uh, yeah, well, too, well, well, soon hopefully you'll be big, but I'm hoping to avoid that guy's radar for the entirety of my life. Yeah, I, like, I would not want to get into shit with him. Nah, and other, like, podcasts I'm into is, like, Critical Role. If if you want to consider that a podcast, because they do also upload the episodes on Spotify, so I, I, I'll consider a podcast. Yeah, I, I if, is it audio only, or...? Oh, yeah, it's audio only. There's no visuals, but that yeah, might so change a- in the future if Spotify gets serious about podcasts well, you, you, you really think Spotify is going to start doing like visual podcasts Visuals? yeah because if, I don't know if you heard but Joe Rogan signed a deal with Spotify uh-huh. where he exclusively releases his episodes onto Spotify so they may do I it for think, him yeah they may do it for him That's, that makes sense I don't even think I would be able to do a, a visual podcast if I wanted to just because um, my oh you know what Never mind. I'm going to cut that part out because they're my sponsor. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, shit, I kind of walked myself into a corner there. Uh, you were talking, yeah, but uh, that, that's exciting. Uh, the idea that uh, that's uh, on the table now for Spotify. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that where you get your podcasts primarily? Um, yeah. Oh, YouTube. I don't really go anywhere else. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, and another... Sorry, in another podcast I also listen to sometimes, but I'm, I have been slacking is the Pizza Party podcast. What is that? So it's a bunch of, uh, I want to say YouTubers or well, YouTube reviewers. One is Pan Pizza. The other one is Jim Reviews. Nolan, uh, Artist Izzy. So one of them is a professional animator artist. The other one does YouTube reviews. Actually, three of them do YouTube reviews, but I don't know if they put out any videos recently. But uh, if you ever heard of Pan Pizza, he does a lot of like animation reviews uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh, is there is are there any like content creators on YouTube or anything that don't have a podcast that you you'd personally want to see happen? Um, maybe like Ego Raptor when he was an animator, but not anymore. They did have a podcast for a while. I think it was called the the. the G cast or Grump cast, but they mm-hmm. don't do that anymore. I don't really follow a lot of animators on YouTube no more since they don't really animate. I have to, you have to look on Twitter to, to see what they're doing now, or maybe Twitch. Who's the one that just had a pilot on Adult Swim? Um, that was Psychic Pebble. Does he have a Spine podcast? Friends? Uh, yes, and I believe it was called Schmucks. Mm-hmm. Is it still going? Um, do you know? I don't think so. Uh, that seems like a, he'd be a good podcast. Yeah. Um. It'd be, it'd be funny. Yeah, I listen to... Let me look at my Apple Podcasts, which is what I... I my preferred um, platform for my podcast, only because it's on my iPhone. It's more convenient. Uh, I've been listening to If I Were You. Uh, I don't know if you remember Jake and Amir from College Humor. Uh, they, uh, they, they have a podcast where they give advice to people, but it's, like, usually not great advice, and they usually don't care. Uh, uh, I got this one show. It's the kid... My, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think I have uh, the official podcast, even though I don't really listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the Darkest Timeline, which is just Ken John and Joel McHale talking about community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conan O'Brien needs a. F- Sorry, what? It's called The Darkest Timeline? Yeah, it's called The Darkest Timeline. 
Alright, that's pretty funny. Um, let's see. Uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is a really good podcast. Mm-hmm. Harmontown was so good, but it ended. Harmontown is actually, like, I think I mentioned this, but the episode got cut. Harmontown is the basis of, like, the pl- the format of this show. It is a knockoff, you may say, of Harmontown. So, so, wait, when you say it's done, you mean, like, the series or, like, season? The series. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he talked about... Um, not wanting to be a public figure in the way that he was. I don't I don't know exactly how he put it, but I, I totally understood where he was coming from. He felt like a caricature of himself at a certain mm. point because he's, he had to be funny the whole time. Uh, but wow. that, that format is what inspired this show. Um, okay. And then I have a bunch of other podcasts that I sometimes listen to, but, uh, you know, never well, like, seen it. With, the- sorry, what? That's fine. Like I was gonna say, the one like one of the appeals to listening to the podcast is like when I'm going to school on the bus or the train or waiting for a class to start. Like now that I'm home most of the time, I don't really listen to podcasts because I usually I usually listen to them while I'm trying to do something. Like if I'm not doing anything, I don't really see the appeal to listen to them. You know, there's just some gimmick that pulls me in. I don't know if it's funny, I'll want to listen to it. Yeah. Um I want I wanted this show to be more of a comedy than it ended up being, uh, mm. though I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think the show just evolved into something a little more over time. Yeah, like any show. Uh, into it, but I do want to bring more of that comedy into it. And I also mm-hmm. uh, we've been talking about it a lot in the show. I want to branch out. I want to do uh, YouTube content. Uh, I want to reach out. Uh, I don't know. I just want I want different. Like I think my brand like Kid Michael as a brand I think can uh, can maybe spread out a little bit yeah maybe you gotta make a you already have the Instagram for your podcast my, yeah my podcast um, do you have a Twitter I have a Twitter okay just gotta start spreading yourself out yeah. uh, but I, I wanna do uh, I'm thinking about doing some like YouTube original content whether it's streaming or uh, a different podcast, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how that comes out. Um, the hard part of that is that if I want to like really branch out and get more people on board, I don't really have the money to be paying people, so it's not like they have any incentive to make their content for me. Yeah. Um, so that is that. That's maybe the long con. Maybe that's something that happens very far off in the future. Uh, but for now, it's just this podcast. Um. Which was fun. So, uh, what's what's uh going back to school for a sec? Mm-hmm. Um, is everything for you going to be digital going back in the fall? Do you know already? Nah, I think one of my classes might be digital, but that's going to be weird. The other class is going to be a hybrid, which I'm fine with. I'm perfectly fine with. Uh huh. Are you you're, so s- you're not nervous about going back into the crowds? If it's Brooklyn College, I think I'll be fine because my classes aren't crowded on, uh-huh. like, a high school because only, like, a set number of people can enter these courses. And I know all the people in one of my classes already. Not, like, personally, but, like, the amount is, like, I want to say less than, what, 15, so that's not a lot. And obviously, I'm assuming we'll be spaced out if it is um, in person. But if it's, like, a high school class and I do end up do, doing my student teaching, I'm going to be a little worried because... I don't know about high schools. I don't know if high schools would take this seriously. Like, how do you social distance a class of 30 kids? Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, my my mother and sister both teach at high schools, and 
that has been uh, a concern of theirs is how they're expected to social distance their students and whatnot. So, so there's something I want to ask, but it might sound a little dark. You know how, have you been hearing about how teachers across the country have been informed that they may have to like write a will? A will? Yeah, I have well, I have not heard of this. That's fucking gross that they would yeah, ask teachers fucking, to do it's that. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, like some teachers in the Midwest was informed that they might have to write, like they've been informed to write a will just in case anything happens over the that the is start of the new what school I, year. That is so much to expect. And then, like, if you th- if the teachers got to do that, you just like are the kids just like fodder at this point. Like, give me a break. Yeah, like you, you I, like how dare you ask a teacher to risk their lives. And their students' like, lives. Yeah, exactly. Like, I understand they have a job to do, but, like, you, they're risking their own family's lives, too, going to school to teach other people's kids. It's... Oh, yeah. God, it's I didn't know about that. That is such a stupid... Thing. Yeah, that pisses me off. I think it's more of an incentive now. I think people start going to take education seriously in this country and hopefully um, lessen the stress load on teachers because teachers starting to do more, too. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, I just... This uh just fucking Betsy DeVos and like the administration Shit. just like not just willing to sacrifice our children just to get get back to you know uh the status quo. Why do they why do they give such a shit if the kids are there physically? They got like we if if they're still learning in any other format, what's the big fucking deal? Um parents, like if the if the kids are at home, who's going to look after them? Right. Not and that leads into a whole lot of people because not a lot of people can work at home and those who do will have to look after kids like so maybe you can get by with middle school and high school but like elementary or preschoolers that's going to be hard yeah but um I don't know maybe those people should still be on a, it's I, there's no clear answer to, about like how, where to put these kids but the answer is not school yeah that you're gonna kill so many kids doing that. But I don't know if we have any like news about how this affects kids. I'm not. Gonna I've heard. It. I've heard that it's become more prevalent with kids. Like it used to not be a really a worry for kids, but. But it's like a petri dish situation if that happens because you never know. That's just asking for. Yeah, kids are, are the least sanitary. Like, dogs are more sanitary than kids. Kids are fucking gross. Yeah, and how how do little kids like that do uh, six feet apart social distancing? Yeah, how, how do you how do you make a kid wear a mask in school? Yeah, you, you, you barely make you can barely make a kid wash his hands at school. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's hope. I I'm hoping in New York at least they're not sending people back to school. I I think they're not so eager to do that here. Yeah, De Blasio is not that dumb, and Governor Cuomo is at least smarter than a lot of the other state governors. Yeah, um, but uh, oh shit, I am sorry that I I just clicked something. Did that come up on the mic? Yes. Oh well, that's embarrassing. Um, I think this is a good place to wrap up. Uh, a dark okay. place to wrap up, but a good place to wrap up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, your podcast is going to be called what again? Planet Shuck Puck. And that'll be an Anchor podcast. You can get it on Spotify and Apple and stuff, right? Hopefully, yeah. If I decide to um, use Anchor to uh, host it everywhere else. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you all for uh, watching this episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. Uh, I've been your host, Kid Michael. My 
guest and uh, guest co-host today have been uh, Wayne, Wayne McIntosh. Um, you can follow me and the show on Instagram at, at @kidmichaelart. Uh, you can uh, Wayne. Is there a place I can follow you? Um, I guess my Twitter, if you allow me to plug it. Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at is it the one yeah the one true salt. All right, so one true salt. Um, uh, this episode, uh, the theme song has been uh, written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal, and our editor is Aristides Panagis. Thanks, everybody.